Hello and welcome to PMU Unfiltered. I'm your host, Marlo. If you're not sure what you're listening to, this is a permanent makeup podcast. Yeah, that's right. We're out here tattooing people's faces. So if you're new to the industry, if you're a veteran to the industry, come with me on my journey through permanent makeup and getting some guests on here because we're keeping it real, we're keeping it raw, and most of all, we are keeping this PMU unfiltered. Hey guys, what's up? It's your host, Marlo. Welcome back to PMU Unfiltered. Today's topic, we're going to talk about those negative energies that walk in the door. Damn, they just suck the energy out of the room. But fear not, stay tuned. We're going to get through how to flip these super negative client energies to really amazing positive situations where you might even get hugged. I've done it. I've seen it happen. So trust me in this process, you can do it too. And let's not see money walk out the door when it can be a resurrected situation. Guys, I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah those super negative energies, it sucks. It sucks the life out of you. It can suck the life out of your business. And that's why, you know, at the bottom of all of this, we do need to choose our clients wisely. But I'm not going to tell you to let money walk out the door. So I want to talk a little bit about today is flipping those negative energies into positive situations It's not easy being the bigger person. I know, please. What we really want to do at the end of the day is make people feel beautiful and get paid for it and put our heads down at night and get good sleep, right? Yeah. Let's start at square one. Have you been texting with this clients already? Are they already kind of getting on your nerves or kind of crossing those boundaries? I've even seen on some posts that I think I think my one of my favorite ones was a woman had seen her artist at the grocery store or at the gym some something like personal and had messaged her saying I thought you were busy and couldn't see me till 3 weeks out or you know whatever her schedule allowed I mean my god the audacity on someone like that your client is going to cross the line and you haven't even given them a service like that yet Uh, doesn't put a good taste in my mouth and it sucks. I hate it, but I will try and I try my damnedest to get those clients in my chair and happy and smiling and hugging me and waving goodbye and they can't wait to see me four weeks later for a touch up. Let's just say, let's just pump the brakes for a second. Let's just say you've had this hard texting conversation and now this woman has finally come to you. Of course, that grocery store scenario was a little bit um, of an extreme situation that's not of the norm. You have this client, you sense a little animosity. Mm, I don't like it, but they arrive. Or you've never texted this client, and then you open up your door, you have all your machines out, and you're ready to fucking rock. And you just open the door, and you just get hit in the face with this gray cloud. And I hate it. I hate it so much. I and someone that feeds off of energy. I need that. I need that to perform. I need to have that playfulness. And when I get good vibes, I do good work. You know, unfortunately, that's not all on me. So when my clients come in with a bad attitude, I'm already like, fuck, 
This is going to be a tough one. My mapping is harder. It takes me longer. My stretch isn't as good. My depth isn't always correct. You know, it, it, it can be really difficult. These, these negative attitude clients affect so much. How can we flip this? How can we choose good clients and flip these situations into positive ones? We need to assess why our client is upset. Are they upset that they waited three, four weeks for an appointment? Are they already apprehensive about how much money it is? Do they have old permanent makeup that they're unsatisfied with? What is upsetting this client? Did they just leave a work meeting that they're planning on running back to? What is the problem? What's the issue? Is it time? Is it money? Is it emotional despair from past microblading experiences? We don't know, but we need to assess this. I always find this really interesting. And of course you can't ask this like right out the gate, but I find that people who have done a lot of other things for their body, like maybe they had implants, you know, tits, ass, a little bit of work here and there. I find when those people tend to complain about other permanent type surgeries and body modification, they're really never happy. This will be your future. This person will be dissatisfied with you and it will be a long-term negative relationship that will constantly be on your back. When that person's coming at you with a lot of complaints, bye. Um, I know I will not make you satisfied. I know. Sometimes I find my older women, yes, a lot of older women do seek out permanent makeup services. Have, have, has it been exhausting for them to get to your studio? Is it a lot of work and planning? I find that my clients that maybe have a little bit of a disability somewhere in their life where they don't drive or they walk and they have walking troubles or something along those lines, have they already exacerbated themselves by the time they've seen you and it's just tough on them? Yeah, so we have to assess why our client is upset. How can we flip this negative attitude? I think it's really always great to be professional. We have to be professional. We cannot be sitting there slapping away on our gum saying, take it or leave it, you know, with the head swinging around. No. You be professional. You act like you are an authority in this, this space, but you need, you need to pull together, sis, and act like an authority. And you know what the fuck you're talking about. Because that's really, at the end of the day, all people want. People go to doctors with horrible bedside manner, but they know what the hell they're doing, so they keep going back to them, and they trust them. They don't need a friend. With permanent makeup, we need to approach this a little differently. We can't have people leaving saying, ooh, burr, that was chilly. No, we need them feeling like they are in the best care. They are in this motherly cocoon, you know, just like our moms and our friends. They want the best for us. Always, right? If you have good friends, at least. But they want the best for us. And with permanent makeup services, we need to take on that similar type relationship. We need to push along that building of the relationship where they say, ah, I like this person. This person's a good person. And they want the best for me. We need to accelerate that part of our relationship upon meeting these clients, even when they walk in with that gray smog over them, assess the situation. Can this be resurrected? Is this person 
you know, do they have a good time at family barbecues? Because if they're not just like a miserable fuck, then they're probably just having a bad day. So we need to accelerate that friendship with them and let them know they are in good hands and we do want the best for them because at the end of the day, we want the best for us too. We want those dope before and after pictures. We want a quick mapping session. We want perfect strokes. So when that relationship is going well, again, the work is there always, right? So now you're asking yourself, Marlo, how do you do it? How do you get through to these clients with these large castle walls built up around them? Oh, I will do it. I will cross the moat of alligator infested waters and I will break down those walls. But sometimes in order to break someone's walls down, you need to take yours down too. It's so important to let people into your life and just a little bit, just Oh, hi, how are you? Oh, I'm so excited to do your brows. Something like that is so comforting for someone. Or you just say, oh, hi, I'm excited to do your brows. Oh, I see a little old PMU there. Can I please take a look? You know, you don't have to come at someone and be like, oh, no, 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 no. I see old makeup there. No, be relaxing, calm, welcoming. They're in your home. You need to welcome them. So, just being welcoming and open to opening yourself up is a great first step for a productive session. Another way, sometimes I'll just launch launch into some celebrity gossip that I know is going on. Oh my God, did you see Jennifer Lopez's new engagement ring? I just sent a picture of that to my boyfriend right away. They know two things about me. I have a boyfriend and I'm not engaged and... I like JLo, so already we have a little bit of commonality and they know something about me. You know, we just have to like feed them a little bit and then they open up, oh, I did see the ring. No, I didn't. And even take a few minutes to just like hop onto Google and show them the ring. And it it will be a part of your entire session for three hours. You'll talk about diamonds. It's true. So that is a great way of getting in touch with your clients and opening up is being relatable and giving a little, little bit about yourself what to do when you're not getting through. You have been there for some five minutes. Sometimes I I think five minutes, five to 10 minutes is a good way to really assess where this is going. You're 10 minutes in, right? And you're still getting a little tood. I don't like it. I don't want to work on you for three hours. I don't want to touch your face for that long. You're killing my vibes. How can we flip this? I will playfully but firmly say something along the lines of, you know we're about to spend like three hours together, right? (laughs) And all of a sudden, a little switch goes off and they say, oh shit, I really got to drop my tood right now because this person is about to do a beauty service that's quite frankly, kind of permanent on my face and they're not liking my attitude. And those people check themselves real quick. You do it with kindness but a little, you know, a little firm and boom. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Mm-hmm, yeah, sure. But, you know, that that's definitely a last resort for me. I don't, you know, come out the gate with that, but that is a last resort for me when I'm just like, damn, I'm not flipping this client right now. And if it doesn't happen and they're still just like cranky and whine, oh, why is this taking so long? The mapping, oh, oh are we gonna do this? Oh, they're on the phone a lot done out of my chair you're walking out the door so 
you can do it. Like I said, I will cross the moat with alligator infested waters, sharks, piranhas, you name it. You have to push me really far for me to me to call call it a no. Now we've moved on, we've gained their trust. They are now no longer petrified of sitting there for three hours with someone they don't know. They know me now. I'm down for the chat. It's not deep. It's not, you know, emotional. I'm just here to make you feel beautiful and also have a nice time with you. And of course, money, religion, and politics never make it into my uh, my um, sessions. Come on. You guys should know that. Doesn't work well at the dinner table party. Don't bring it into your microblading session. I now have the freedom to perform a good service. I have been working through breaking down these walls, breaking down this negativity, and gaining trust. The foundation of every relationship, gaining trust with your clients allows them to relax, relaxing the face muscles, relaxing the brows, then you get good mapping. Obviously, the start to every well-done service is a tight map. And here we are. The mapping takes a long time. Tell them up front. The mapping is the longest part of this entire procedure. Everything else is easy. They're in it for the ride now. Typically, I receive really great validation from my clients after I'm done because I show them the work and I've really, really talked through everything I did with them. If you do take an hour to map and you know it, don't keep that a secret from your client. They're going to wonder what's taking so long. A lot of babying. Because at the end of the day, the reason that it's a negative energy walking in the door is you do this every day. You do microblading every day. You tattoo people's faces every day. But they don't get this every day. And they're really just nervous. They're just scared. And they're pretty validated to feel that way. And I, I forget that even myself sometimes. I'm like, God, what's her problem? Ugh. But they're just nervous. They want it done right. And when you show them that you know what you're talking about and you baby them through the whole thing, the mapping takes me about 45 minutes. I, I really need that time. Please bear with me. It's the most important part for me to give you what you want. Uh-huh. You bet they're going to sit still. Hell yeah. I don't use prenum, And I tell them that, okay, I'm not going to numb you right now, but please let me do one stroke. And if you're going to punch me in the face, I'll prenum you. Then I say, okay, I'm going to come back for the second pass. And I'm doing the second pass. Oh, almost there, almost there, almost onto shading. By that time, I know about their first marriage, their third marriage, their kids, what jobs they do, you know, how many people were at the table for Christmas, what they serve every year for birthdays on a special plate. People really can open up and a lot of it just comes from nerves and it's a it's a big wall to knock down. It's not always negativity. Next thing you know it, that person gets handed the mirror. I don't, nope, I don't show them shit when I'm working. No one holds that mirror. They see the final product, happiness, pure joy. Not only did they not even realize that they just spent three, three and a half hours with a stranger, but they've made a friend, they feel beautiful, and they're not worried about coming back in six weeks because 
you guys have a whole relationship now. I mean, this is longer than any first dates I've ever been on and I wanna see people again when it goes well. With all this and with these tools, we can gain trust and loyalty for long-term clients and better sleep at night. (laughs) I have literally lost sleep over not being able to flip negative clients into positive situations and they haunt me. That touch up haunts me. I think about them for that full six weeks and I watch them come up on my calendar and, and that day comes when they're due in and I just patiently wait. And you know what? When I don't flip those clients, they come back with complaints. They didn't listen to me. They were negative. They were shut down. They were not listening to me at all. So they come back for the touch up frustrated and annoyed that they don't understand why their eyebrows aren't perfect because then is when you make it perfect. You know what happens also to that client? They go away after their touch-up and I never see them again. There was no loyalty gain there. We wanna flip these clients from attitude to hugs. I've done it before. You have to open yourself up and break yourself down and let them in for them to do the same. Assess the situation. Can this person, is this person a happy person at Thanksgiving and Christmas or Hanukkah, whatever holiday they celebrate? Are they a happy person with their families and on their birthdays or are they just a miserable fuck? I don't know. That's for you to assess. But don't send money walking out the door when you can flip a negative attitude. It can be done. And if you just trust in yourself and trust in the positivity of yourself, you can push through and gain trust and loyalty and not lose any sleep. So that's what I have for you guys today. I hope that was a little bit helpful or motivating. Um, I do realize this is a hard ask and I know you can do it. Don't send money walking out the door when you don't need to just because you aren't feeling someone because we're all human at the end of the day and we can relate. So good luck. Stay tuned to PMU Unfiltered and I'll see you guys next week. Oh,